The Sue Morgan Podcast, episode 18. I'm Henry the Eighth. I am. Good morning. Sue Morgan, Sue Morgan! <laughs> oh, God. I'm bunged up with it today. You bunged up, bunged up with what? We're cold. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I have a bunged up with I must have caught a right cold wet weather changes and that, and it's got a better this last week. Oh, no. Oh, Billy, stop messing about today, please. I've got a headache and all. Billy! Billy! Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Billy, stop! Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, we want to start to this week's... Look! Right. Just he... go away, Billy. Look. So you're gonna have Go to. Go on ki- your holidays. A one-way ticket. <laughs> one-way ticket. One-way ticket. One-way ticket. One-way ticket. One-way ticket. One-way ticket to the moon. Yeah, good to the moon. <laughs> one-way ticket. Do it, my nut. Who did he that? He has done my nut in all week. I'm sure he has. He did my nothing last week. To be honest with you, um, can I just say what was that? That song, one-way ticket. Who did that? Was that Boney M? One way um, ticket. Billy, will you shut the hell up a minute? I'm trying to listen. You what, Ian? I'm trying to remember who did that song. One way ticket, the one I was just doing. Oh, I don't yeah, know, I, I just heard on I've it. looked it up. Eruption. It was a group called Eruption. But I thought it sounded like Boney M. Anyways, that's that's a, that's another that's a chat for another podcast. Yeah, well, they do. Brown girl in the ring and rivers of Babylon. Um, rivers of Babylon. The rivers of Babylon. See, was the song that was at number one when I was born. Oh. You see? So, so now you know. What was at number one when you were born, Sue? I've no idea. I was born in March 15th, 1963. March 15th. And I know that Scott, I think Scott, a guy called Scott McKenzie, and we used to, me and my mum at Butlins used to follow a band that he managed and he's no longer with us and that's him that did San Francisco be sure to wear flowers in your hair what say that and again the band, Scott McKenzie be yep. sure to wear flowers in your hair yeah but what about him you think that's the number one It was, no surely that no, was no no it was done I think it was done in 1963 round about that time I'm not sure I right. think it was a bit later it could have been it was a bit later anyway, but he were around then was he he used to manage a local band from Derby called the boys next door really and, yeah, you, and your mum... Like an Irish band. Is that you saying that that's your dad? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so why on earth have you brought him up then? I don't know. Unless no, he was on about... Because he was a jaw in the uh, six, uh, 60s doing stuff, wasn't he? Yeah, I wanted to know who was number one when I was born. Well, I don't trust him, no. So you started talking about Scott McKenzie. So your mum knew yeah. him? Oh my goodness! This old making me crazy. So wet bones were created by man or girls. I don't know which. Right, I know what it is now, Joe Sue. Yo, come from animals, yo, do Billy. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. The number one on your birthday, Sue, was yeah. Frank Ifield's "The Wayward Wind." The Wayward Wind. It fits nicely, that doesn't it? Because you've been wayward all your life. <laughs> And let it off farting and all. <laughs> <laughs> the wayward wind from Sue Morgan's oh, arse. God, the wayward wind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Wow. Wow, 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 wee wow. to get your number for Millbrook, though, because you probably have to ring me there next week. I don't know whether it's me that needs to go, to be honest with you. Hey. It's me that needs to get in there. Right, okay. Yeah, well, we can go in there together. Oh. Take all your equipment up there. We can do it up there. Yeah, we'll, we'll, put, we'll put the podcast out from there. Yeah, live from Millbrook. Right, here we go. Some, some Sue's headlines. Are you ready? What's yeah, he, do- what's he ready. doing in the background? Hello, Mr. Magpie, how's your wife? I don't know, he's sneezing. All right. He stopped now. Has he stopped? Has he stopped? Uh, for now, yeah. I've just uh, saluted a magpie, by the way, that I saw in my garden. Oh, the he is again? Well, so what Barry is. A football team's hot streak is down to lucky pre-match lasagnas, its owner believes. Uh, this this is from a few weeks ago, actually, this story. Bristol Rovers have won 8 in 10, or, or had won 8 in 10, when I sort of got this little bit of story out of the paper. And apparently it's down to them having pre-match lasagnas. A lucky lasagna. So if you want to get lucky, oh. eat a lasagna. Eat a lasagna. Eat a lasagna. Yeah, eat a lasagna. Yeah. Eat a lasagna. Ah, um, mate, Michael's uh, favourite stuff, that and spag ball, and he oh. loves lasagna and all. I love lasagna, and I've not had it for ages. <laughs> I love a lasagna. You can get them, you can get them microwave meals, but they don't, they don't taste it's as not nice the same. The way it does, not it's the not the same stuff. as the ones that you make yourself. Well, I can't make them. Or you have I'll in make Italy. Bowl, but I can't make lasagna. They turn out for me. Have you ever been to Italy, Sue? No. No, the only countries I've been to is Israel, Holland, Spain and Tunisia. It's not a bad, not a bad collection, that, though, is it? No. No. Did you go to the kibbutz when you were in Israel? No, we didn't go to Egypt. No, I went on a lowland land tour with church. Is it is it Egypt where there's a kibbutz? I don't know. I thought there was a kibbutz in. I'm not sure. In Israel, I, went, I got kicked out at Golden the Gethsemane. Yeah, I think you said this before. Was that for letting yeah. off? Did you let off in the no. Garden of Gethsemane? <laughs> not letting off wind. I didn't. You're supposed to have your your knees and your shoulders covered up. Right. And I I left the my cardigan on on the bus, so I didn't have note on my shoulder. So one of the blokes just kicked me out on it. Okay. Well, that's not so good. There is you it? go. Uh, by the way, the, the, the Garden of Gethsemane um, is at the foot of the Mount of Olives in Jerusalem, where according to the four Gospels of the New Testament, Jesus underwent the agony in the garden and was arrested the night before his crucifixion. Yeah. So in a sense, you were sort of... Um, you you'd be like Jesus in a way, because you were, you were rejected from the Garden of Gethsemane. Yeah. I can't say that. How do you say it again? Gethsemane. 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 But they didn't crucify you the day after, though, did they, Sue? For... No, they didn't. No, good. <laughs> They'd have to get some big nails in order to, oh to do that. Oh, yeah, the wood. We actually, it's a bit, it's a bit naughty. We're talking about actually you're saying that next weekend's Easter, isn't it? It's actually Easter. Yeah, so we're sort of in the right sort of like area of. Um, Hallelujah! It's Palm Sunday tomorrow, Sue. I know it is. Yeah. Palm Sunday tomorrow. Are you going to church? Uh, no. No. Okay, that was quick. <laughs> Are you going to eat chocolate eggs soon? Uh, yeah, Easter I am. Next yeah, we're weekend. going to an Easter tea on Good Friday next week. Easter tea. Is it fish? Because you got to have fish on Good Friday. 
Um, Fish well, and no, chips. they're doing a, a sandwiches, and there's going to be bingo there, and there's one of the women that's done a lot of chari- uh, charity tombola stores, and she's one of the disability officers. She's brilliant. Her name is Jane, Jane Beaches. It's absolutely amazing. And she raises money for charity for Beach Court plus Etty's. Right, that's and good. She's brilliant, and she's ill herself. She she's getting on in years. She's like just a few months older than me. Well, a year older than me, but she's amazing. She really is. Brilliant. Yeah, and she's from Water. Very nice. Well, I hope you have a nice, um, nice, yeah. nice well, uh, good Friday tea. Easter egg anyway. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Good stuff. So there you go. Yeah. So we're talking about you getting booted out of the Garden of Gethsemane. <laughs> Uh, um, or just the day before Palm Sunday. So yeah. apologies to those who are religious who listen to this uh, for set for uh, for Sue Morgan's um, disgraceful um, antics in the garden. Yeah. It's not, but it's not like you. It's not like you had a poo in the garden, is it? You you <laughs> you just weren't covered up in the right places, Sue. No, that's right because it's holy place, isn't it? So you had to be like holy until your knees covered in your shoulders. Why is that? Why is that though? But why is I have that? No idea. Because your knees and your shoulders are, are unholy in some way. I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't know why they do it. Let's do another one of these. Britain's longest overdue library book has been returned after how many years? So, um, probably about. 75 years. In 75 years. That's a good guess. I probably would have said that if I didn't have the answer in front of me, but it's 313 years. Oh. Well, were they still alive when they sent it back? I don't think so, so. <laughs> Probably one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> right, guess how, guess how many fine... How much... My big <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm bunged up. Oh dear. Oh, Hope you feel better. That's a couple of weeks ago. That's what it must have been. Ten days, eleven days ago, and I ain't got over it since. How how much do you reckon has been racked up in fines for for this book? By the way, uh, the book uh, wrapped up in fines. Yeah, because obviously, if you if you don't take your library book back, it the fine goes oh, yeah. up, doesn't it? Oh yeah, it marks up uh, so much every day. every week. Every day. Probably about fifty grand. Sue, you are so close. This is the close. Not... This is the closest you've ever been to any of my questions. Wow. Fifty-four grand. That is pretty close. I give you that, Sue. I think you got that one. Yeah. The seventeen oh four copy of the Faith and Practice of the Church of England was handed back late last year. Sheffield Cathedral's Reverend Canon Keith Farrow said he got an email from the family of a deceased woman saying she asked in her will for it to be returned. He added, This little book left the library just over 300 years ago. Now it's come back home, so it's a joy to have this little jewel back in the cathedral. The handwritten inscription inside reads, This book belongs to Ye Lending Library in Sheffield Church, 1709. (laughs) With overdue fines of 50p a day, librarians could have charged the family more than £54,000 for the book, which is worth about £300. The canon joked, We might have got a new roof or something, but I did promise I wouldn't charge them. 
Sheffield Council has announced it is scrapping fines for all late books. There we go. Scrapping all the fines yeah, for the late... probably taking it on to Antiques Roadshow. That's what they'll do. If that's the case, they're starting to scrap fines. Good news. I'll be able to keep... Yeah. I'll be able to uh, lend out my books now that I've stolen from the library. No, I've never stolen a book from the library. <laughs> I've never stolen a book from the library. I would not do such a thing. Let's do another one. Here we go. Here we go. Where is it? Here it is. Oh, yeah, we talked about the big lemon last week. There's a few other stories. Yeah, we did, yeah. A moon dust sample collected during the first lunar landing is expected to sell for how much money? Neil Armstrong scooped up the dust into a bag, like a pooper scooper type person, which was then given to NASA. The space agency put the bag in a museum, but it was later stolen and became the subject of a two-year legal battle. NASA lost out, and the dust is now being sold by a private collector. Auctioneer Bonhams of New York said, this may have already been sold, by the way, but I don't, I don't think you keep a close eye on what's being sold at auction, do you, Sue? How much do you reckon that it, 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 they expected it to sell for? This is um, oh, moon dust. You're saying a few million? Once again, close, yeah. One million, one million pounds, apparently. A bag yeah. of moon dust is worth. And one final one. Henry VIII has been axed from a BBC art history series because critics believe he was a what? Um, it says here, they, critics believe he was an, he was an arsehole. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> art That Made Us is an eight-parter focusing on 1,500 years of British history except the 16th century Henry VIII reign. Artist Jeremy Deller, who discusses various eras, said Henry VIII is one of the greatest assholes in British culture. He added, I despise him. He was an iconoclast, fundamentalist, just a horrible, horrible person. Russell Barnes, a producer on the series, which has started this week, actually, it's already started, said, We gave up on Henry VIII. We thought maybe Field of the Cloth of Gold would be a really interesting picture to look at, but we couldn't find an artist who really wanted to engage with that. So it's like pictures of famous people. A programme I didn't watch this week, by the way. There we go. So, yes, and the reason why they didn't do him was because he was what, Sue? An arsehole. Well, there you go. Talking of arseholes. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I'm surprised we are, big dumb. You're not waking her up. We don't want to shout. We might do it. We bump manners. Put it down, proper. How do you how do you how do you cope with this on a, on a daily I basis? Know. I don't know how you do it. Used to it. Yeah, I think you like it really because you you've got your own place, so you could literally you know just yeah hang out there. Yeah. <laughs> so I think you enjoy it really. Of course I do. <laughs> I enjoy the banter. The banter, which well, which, I mean, I ain't got Barry to put up with. I haven't seen him for. Yeah, a where few is he? Weeks you, you said you said that Barry was. Hey, yeah, he was going to come in a fortnight. He still hasn't turned up yet. Right. So okay. I'm going to probably see him in another month or so now. So I don't know where he is. He might have. Um, I was expecting him turning up at the karaoke last week. Run off with somebody. He could have done. He'll want. He'll come crawling to us. He'll come crawling back. And obviously he'll come on here. Yeah, of course he will. Yeah. He said that he turned he over turned a new up leaf. At your ass, has he? Well. You want a lodger? <laughs> no, not Barry. I couldn't. I couldn't do no. it. I couldn't do it. I've not got the no. patience. I don't have the patience that you have. Well, you can have Billy if you want. 
<laughs> you must be bloody joking and all. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> so Billy's saying that he couldn't stand spending time with me. What have I done? I don't do anything. Oh my god, I thought you were going to pick it back up again then. <laughs> well, there you go, Sue. He wouldn't want to come and be my lodger, he says. No. He thinks I'm the bad one. He thinks I'm no, the difficult guy. I'm the only one in this podcast, the Sue Morgan podcast, that's, that's holding this thing together. I know who you are, man. I, am, I can't thank you enough. I am the glue behind this podcast. Yeah, you're beautiful. <laughs> you're doing a brilliant job. Thank you. Thank I'm you. impressed because two weeks ago the uh, figures got to 50 and I'm really impressed with that. Really? Because normally it was like in the, the early 30s but now this there was 50 that one um, we did when he proposed to me. Why, 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 why? We two were weeks we... ago I want it. Well, I don't know. I don't look at the figures. I, I just see it as this is a bit of fun and it's not about yeah. who's listening. Obviously, we love the people that listen. Thank you for listening. But it's, yeah. you know, it's it's bigger than that. It's 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 more of just a little bit of a Saturday social when we record it and um, uh, we um, get to catch up and just shoot the breeze yeah. on various I subjects. So much. I don't start you at radio station at your workplace anymore. Well, you sometimes send me, mate. I'm not, I'm not heard from you for a while, but I've not been on the radio, have I? So there you go. No, we haven't. Been, I've, I've been having a bit of a break, and I will be back on the radio. I was, I'll be on on, t- t- on Sunday, on Palm Sunday. Yeah. I'll be on, um, and I will be on Easter Sunday, and then I'm back in the afternoons from Tuesday after bank and after the Easter weekend. Yeah. So if you're wondering where I am, so what time are we on on Easter job? Easter Sunday, I will be on the radio. In the afternoon, one till oh. five. Yeah. Oh, that's good, Dad. And then on, on actual the bank holiday Monday, I'm going to be on the radio between 10 and 1. Yeah. And then on the day after that, back to normal again, back, back in the to afternoon. Normal. Yeah. One till six. So, yeah. Anyways, look, so I'm going to speak to you on Saturday, which will be um, Easter weekend. Yeah, I know. And we will um, shoot the breeze again. So I'll speak to you soon and I'll speak to. Yeah, when we're scoffing chocolate Easter yeah. eggs. Yeah, it's the only day of the year that you're allowed to have chocolate for breakfast. Um, it's yeah. Easter Sunday, so get yourself prepared for that. I am doing. I am. Good stuff. All right, you take care. To you on the radio. Oh, yeah. You no take care. better to do with me. Well, no, not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in there, I'm in there. Right. Well, I'll know that you've been well See you later. Bye. 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 Well, not quite yet. Uh, and happy new year. I don't keep from the Monday and the barrel of beer. I also drink a good puppet to last. Oh, two lads, yeah, bum, 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 b